の自然そのものがこの2人の決闘の舞台となっています6時を回りました Hello and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone except Shit Flair. Fuck that guy.、Uh, we'll talk about Shit Flair later.、Uh, I'm Luke, and with me, as always, is my co host, Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy, Luke. You know, I'm sad to say I don't have a dramatic reading for us today. I also don't have a Kojima tweet, but I do have an island death match. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you, yes, you do. And when you, when you said to me, oh, Luke, this, this, fucking, this match is awesome. You're going to love it, but it's really long, so I won't blame you if you watch just the start and the end. It's all good. I took you at your word. <laughs> Uh, and you were absolutely correct, of course. I, I don't remember saying that you would like it or that it was awesome. I remember saying, this is really fucking long and it had to be done at some point, so we're doing it. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm not going back through messages to make、no. sure I don't care that、no. much. <laughs> All right, everyone. We are a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. We love to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And tonight we're talking about Power Struggle. Also, we swear a lot, so. Be aware of that.、Uh, <laughs> Now you know, so, bitch. Yeah, that's right. I think I've already sworn like four or five times. Hell yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> that's how we do. Yeah, so no dramatic reading tonight uh, because uh, I think we've run out of Japanese theme tunes with the、uh, lyrics, have we? Oh, ma'am. Luke, I have an idea. For future dramatic readings that I, I cannot spoil right now, but I will address with you later because you're going to love it and or hate it. We'll see. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> you should、I've、be scared. Of... You should be scared.、Oh, I'm, I'm starting to be. All right. So before we jump into, well, our、uh, matches that we chose for each other, mine was mercifully short. And yours was,、uh, was evilly long.、Yeah. We'd have,、uh, of course, power struggle, but there's ways people can get in contact with us. And those are, hey, contact us at, at NeverOpenPod on the Tweety. And while we're still on the Tweeties, you can contact me at Grumpy2EB or Mr. Andy at Drusifer Tweets. And、uh, any, any emails、uh, at NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. Calm. Oh, it's been a, a pretty good week for me.、Uh, weekend, sorry,、uh, for me in terms of、uh, wrestling and、uh, just in terms of life in general.、Uh, you know,、uh, a lot of us Aussies are happy about your result over there. Yeah. And, and、uh, my state of Victoria is very happy because、uh, regional Victoria and Melbourne. Are allowed to visit each other again as、Aww. of today. That's great news, man. Because you've been, you know, what mo- most people don't know is that your country actually took this seriously. And so, therefore, hundreds of thousands of you did not die, which is good. However, that has caused you to be kind of, you know,、uh, segregated from your family and so, and your friends and stuff. So, how does it feel knowing that you can just go hang out now? 
Yeah. It's good. Uh, I've got plans to have uh, dinner with a couple mates on Wednesday. And then uh, we've got... Uh, well, my dad and sister live up here in a regional area with us, but uh, Charity's dad lives in Melbourne, so I think they're going to come up at some point, or her sister's coming up for a barbecue or some shit. So it's going to be really nice. It's going to be going to be good. I'm sure everyone's really happy to hear, hear what I'm doing when I'm talking about New Japan. <laughs> hey, but, uh, wait, that's not all you do is watch New Japan. You watch uh, AEW too. So, I mean, oh, there's, yeah. there's other stuff. That's another there. reason why it was a good weekend. <laughs> like, that, that was a pretty damn good show. And I was very happy. Like, uh, you know, Power Struggle on uh, Saturday night and then uh, Sunday afternoon about 12-ish, was, uh, was Full Gear, which was quite quite a good show. So oh, yeah. I'm very happy. I definitely, uh, I watched it all, and it was so good. I can't tell was. you how great it was. It was so good. You laugh. I like the yeah. part when the one wrestler beat up the other wrestler and then, like, pinned him, and there was, like, the ref, and he was counting. I remember that part. That was awesome. Well, you've just uh, talked about both shows, and I think we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun yeah all right are you ready i uh, yeah oh, there's there's a slight bit of news oh, Sorry. okay there's yeah, a yeah, yeah. well there's some more news that we're going to work in as we go on but yeah tell me tell me yeah. what's going on all right so if it's the best of super juniors related i think we'll get to that later yeah uh but one thing i wanted to say because they've mentioned it on the tweety and on their website is oh, excuse me since july uh, 11th 2020 New Japan Pro Wrestling has staged, I'm reading off the website, has staged 54 live events in front of a combined paying crowd of 72,706 people. And thanks to their guidelines and uh, efforts of the fans and all that to adhere to them, there's been zero COVID-19 cases arising as a result of any of their live events. That is Zero. fucking awesome, man. Wow, we we have like an indie show here a couple weeks ago and like a bunch of people got COVID. So... <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so Oh jeez. That's fucking that's bananas. So it, it kind of makes me feel like like Japan's doing even better than like Australia is, I think. Uh but uh Hey, um, good for them and good for us, uh, New Japan fans, because, uh, yeah, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of events, and that's a lot of nothing in terms of cases. Now, I just want to have a little complainty whinge, because uh, I was thinking about this watching Power Struggle, and I saw a tweety by Tamatonga about this as well. Now, I know everyone's more interested in the best Super Juniors, well, I am, uh, Mr. Andy is, so that's everyone, isn't it? <laughs> but <laughs> one thing that I'm a, a little miffed about is where's the World Tag League brackets? Yeah. Like, why haven't they announced a single t- t- tag team for this thing? It's really weird to me. Like, yeah, sure, everyone is probably more into the best of Super Juniors, but... They're doing the they're doing the tag teams dirty, and they should be announcing them soon. In fact, now that uh, now that the show's over, power struggle. Some of these wrestlers are probably going to be in tag teams. Uh, announce that shit! Come on, give it to us. <laughs> and one thing you'll find, Mister Andy, is about an hour after we upload this show. Oh look, 
Here's the fucking brackets for yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, now there's other news in terms of like a press conference and shit like that, but you don't want to talk about that until after. Uh, well, after power struggle, I guess, because uh, here we go. We got power struggle in Osaka. And we've got Toriyanu versus Zack Sabre Jr. in a no-corner-pads match. Uh, now, Mr. Andy, there is a point in this match where Yano tapes a corner-pad onto one of the corners, right? Yeah. Is Shouldn't that be a DQ? <laughs> yes, it should. And I hate to tell you this, Luke, I was very disappointed by this match. I thought this was not nearly as good as their G1 match. I thought this was like long periods of this match where they're just trying to do some gimmick and it's not working. So they're having to like just kill time. And I just, uh, man, I love both these guys, but I really didn't necessarily think this was that great. It's just my opinion. Uh, I would agree that it's not as good as their uh, G1 match, but I would also say it's definitely not the worst match of the night. No, that's for sure. <laughs> Did you notice that Yano, he wanted a gentleman's agreement that they wouldn't whip each other into the corners, because that hurts, he said. So, <laughs> you know. Zack so, Sabre Jr. said no, though, of course. Yeah, exactly. There's still some fun in this match, though. Uh, but yeah, it does seem weird that he put the thing back on with tape and he Irish whips Zack Sabre Jr. in it. And he's just like, wait, that didn't, that didn't hurt. Uh, I did enjoy the one spot where they have uh, leg submissions on each other at the same time. And the finish is fun, but it's a little silly. It's just like Zack Sabre Jr. taking forever to realize how he can get through the railing. This time he doesn't know how to take off his shoes because Yano... Yano's legs are through the railing. Sabre Jr.'s getting him into submission holds because he's going to you know, piss off into the ring with uh, before the time runs out with Yano's legs hurt. But that doesn't happen that way. Yano manages to crawl back into the ring and, uh, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. can't take his shoes off. <laughs> and, he, and he loses by count out. So Mr. Trophy Man... Still has it. Another thing that kind of made me think Yano was definitely winning is, uh, Zach, I know you're a heel dude, but don't say stuff like, I'm just going to beat the champion in the G1 and take the rest of the tournament off. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say, I'm going to win the King of Pro Wrestling trophy and throw it in the fucking garbage trash. Don't say that because it just makes me think <laughs> you're losing. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can be... You can say things like dickhead and I'm going to kick your ass and I'm going to twist you up and make you tap like a little bitch, stuff like that. So that's fine, but don't say those other things because that's a little telegraphy. But Yeah, don't, uh, don't make proclamations, if at all possible, as a wrestler, especially if you're a babyface, especially. But I mean, yeah. as a heel, it's okay to lie, but at the same time, these proclamations, like you said, kind of give things away. And, I mean... This is, as you said, this is a King of Pro Wrestling championship, or, you know, trophy match. So, you know, I don't know. It just feels like that, I, I guess, here, let me change the subject real quick and ask you a good question about this, though. Who should Yano face next for the King of Pro Wrestling title? Oh. Oh, that's, um, Great Okan. 
<laughs> I was gonna say, you know, uh, he 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 had a great match with Kenta. That would be a lot of fun. I know Kenta's kind of got other business, oh, but busy. that would be fun. Um, you know, and obviously Suzuki is always a great uh, opponent for oh. Yano too. But I mean, I don't That'd know that Suzuki amazing. would give a fuck about that that time. <laughs> he would throw it in the garbage if he got it. So. Well. Technically, there's no room for any other singles matches for the rest of the year, is there? Is there no. any other, ma- like, for the heavyweights? So, Yano's King of Pro Wrestling 2020, the end. What if, uh, and what if, Wrestle uh, Kingdom then, will won't Wrestle Kingdom, sorry, man, won't Wrestle Kingdom then have a fucking, another little mini tournament match, whatever? I would think decide. it would, yeah. They'll do another little thing on both nights. But what about Hiromu? Like, if Hiromu has nothing going on going into uh, into um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, then that'll be he'll be the guy because I think they've you know they've still got unfinished business. Hiromu, oh Bushi, Bushi as well because Bushi's pissed off at Yano for uh, screwing him oh, over yeah. with the six man thing. Okay, but I would, right. I'd also say Hiromu's a good choice because uh, Hiromu's crazy. And he's going to make everybody else just as crazy. Dude, that feud was one of the most fun things that, like, I was so worried about COVID. I, people were dying. There's all kinds of crazy shit going on. And one of the only things that brought a smile to my face was Yano and Hiromu. So I would love to see that again. That was Hiromu fun. chucking Yano into an elevator of all things <laughs> and running to the ring. Amazing. Look, there's this one little mini cool spot now, but uh, I think the match has ended or is about to end. And or, No, it's ended. And uh, Gabriel Kidd goes to help Zack Sabre Jr. undo his shoes, and Zack Sabre Jr. puts him in a submission hole. Yeah! Awesome. Uh, and I tweeted out, maybe next time, Zack Sabre Jr. should try Velcro. Yeah, it's against Yano. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, our next match. Uh, I really... I know you're down on the... Oh, this is where I want to bring it up. All right, so you're a little down on the English commentary. I don't know if you've always been down on it, but I am a tiny bit down on it uh, now, and I think there's a couple of reasons why. Sometimes it feels a tiny bit delayed, and also um, it's not the same because they're not there. Yeah. Uh, and they're not feeding off the crowd or the emotion and stuff like that. They're just watching shit on the screen, right? So it's not as fun when they're not there. And so some of their delivery seems a bit um, too relaxed, I guess, is how I'd say it. It, it. I still appreciate it. I'm still happy that they have it, but and uh, I'm especially happy with uh, Rocky because uh, he calls the uh, Never Open title the BMF title, and I'm thinking, what the fuck is BMF? Oh, bad motherfucker title yeah. because uh, everyone who goes for that title... Is a bad motherfucker, and I'm thinking. I said to Charity, I'm like, who doesn't want to be a bad motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially in wrestling where it's all about you know showing who's the friggin' toughest and shit like that. All right, so the next match we've got Minaro Suzuki versus Shingo Takagi, (laughs) and uh, I love this match. In fact, I think it's my favorite uh, of the three. It's a it's a it's a war. Oh, it starts out hot like a lot of never open matches do like strikes and then headbutts almost straight away and it kind of never let up for me so Shingo's back is taped up because uh it, it got worked over in uh, previous matches also in a um, a backstage uh part as well uh, I think Suzuki came in and beat the shit out of him in a, in a backstage segment and 
Yeah, no, with Shingo's back taped up, of course, Suzuki's going to go for it, and he does. There's a um, nasty-looking kicks and shit. And some great... And there's these great lariats that Shingo does always. Like, uh, there's this one that Shingo does right to the back of Suzuki's head, and it just looked nasty. And like a big douchebag, Suzuki has little respect for Shingo, and so puts him in a Boston Crab. And... Uh, Boston Crabs uh, is a move usually reserved for the young lions. That's a move. That's it. One of their staple moves. All that's how a lot of young lions win their matches. And for Suzuki to put Shingo in a Boston Crab is <laughs> is seen as a ultimate sign of disrespect there. And I love Shingo selling in this with his bad back. <clears throat> how uh, he he sometimes can't pick uh, Suzuki up or do some of his moves. And then he has to kind of, you know, ultimately power through it. So I feel like by the time uh, Shingo hits Last of the Dragon, he earned it. He, he really worked his ass off for it. Uh, Shino is the new BMF champion. I wrote Shino instead of Shingo. There you go. My first spelling error. Shingo is the new bad motherfucker champion. And has a much needed back brace, uh, which is the never open title. <laughs> Well, I have that Shinog actually won the title, so oh, yeah. I mean we're both on the same page there. Um, <laughs> I I was actually on the Twitter for this uh, this show, which has been the first time I've been on it for a while because the shows have been the fucking awful times, and this one was an awful time too. But I uh, I I post the question to Twitter, and it says, "I wonder if Shingo threw his back out humping your mom." Props. Um, but. Uh, you know, we actually had someone respond on Twitter and said that their mom would be honored, and so would they. My goodness. Oh, yeah. That's the fun yeah. we're having on Twitter is talking about Shingo humping your mom. So um, this match, <laughs> <laughs> just like you described it, this, you know, Shingo's repertoire is hard strikes and power moves. And so the fact that his back was fucked up, he had to power through that to do the power moves. And that's kind of the story of the match, you know. Um it's really good, and, and it's it's simple. There's nothing complicated about this at all. It's just Suzuki trying to beat up Shingo, Shingo trying to power through the pain to, to do his moves. He did get the uh, top, sh the like shoulder, I don't know what we're going to call this, but on top of the shoulder, Last of the Dragon. So he went all the way up, just like he did for yeah. uh, Kanemaru last time. He just didn't deadlift him, um, and that's fucking cool. So I was really happy to see Shingo win because I, I want him to face other guys for that title you know and I, I you know maybe he'll face uh, suzuki again but i kind of wish he'd move on and i would really i know it's not going to happen because he's got stuff going on with other people but i would love to see taichi going after that title i just yeah. would love that i would love that so much well i was i was loving the story of uh shingo trying to be the baddest of the baddest motherfuckers uh by Doing the impossible and having the most um, title defenses for that title. So if we're gonna if we're gonna start that story again, please, please, can we have that now? I would love that. Well, and now uh, now Shingo's our, our mascot again, so that's good, you know. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Mind you, uh, I was very happy to have uh, Suzuki as the never champion. I don't think I would have been too disappointed if Suzuki won, but it definitely made more sense for me to have uh, Shingo be the champ here. And moving as uh, rest in Wrestle Kingdom as uh, the Never Champion, so ah, 
yeah. Hey, it's, it's... Luke, before we move on to the next match, can I read a tweet that I put out? This is Andy tweet or never open yeah. pod tweet. Um, this right. is this is about the next match, and it says this match has a big problem. Ocon has to win, but he can't win, can he? This would be an obvious DQ finish if this was in America, but I have a feeling Okada's just going to win. Just want to yeah. throw that out there. We talked about it last week, how the booking of this next match is fucking stupid. But also, we had Rocky stealing your joke. Oh, which joke was that? The dump fire, dumpster fire joke. He couldn't spell it right, though, and he tried twice, and he erased one of them, and then it, I don't know what his deal was. He couldn't spell your joke right, but... Yeah, like you... he's on commentary he's saying dump fire, dump dumpy, dump. And I just tweeted out, it's it's dump fire, Rocky. There, I fixed it for you. <laughs> yeah, and eventually <laughs> he uh, he he tweeted that. Well, out. He's, spe yeah, so... he's spelling blackballers wrong anyway, so. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. So we have Kazuchika Okada versus the Great Okan, and I don't have the too many notes for this, and and. It's not, yeah. I'm sorry. That's pretty much my note. That was it's one not of my notes. And it's not because uh, assholes around on ringside. Like he's around the outside. So part of me kept thinking, all right, he, he's going to interfere and, and fuck with Okada somehow. No, it doesn't. Like, why would you come out and back up your dude and then, like, you're a heel group, right? It's not as if you're the young bucks coming out to support fucking Kenny Omega or anything like that. You're a heel, right? And you, the, your guy working with you is a heel and you don't like at least when uh, Okada runs t into the ropes, you don't try at least rake the leg or something. I didn't notice anything like that. Um, to be perfectly honest, I thought this was the worst match of the night. I didn't take any notes on it because I yeah. don't know, man. I was just awesome. uh, well, nearly named him, but uh, Arsenal was there and I was like, I don't know when or how he's going to get involved, so I'll just be note light. And uh, Okada... Looks so uninterested in this match, which sucks for Oka, uh, the great Okan, because this is a big deal for him. Yeah, yeah. And even if he's losing, you should make him look like a million bucks while he's losing. Oh, that takes and effort. That takes effort, though, Luke, so can't do yeah, that. I'm really not impressed with uh, 2020 Kazuchika Okada at all. That continues for me. He, uh, It's... Yeah, I, I beat that dead horse last week. If you want to hear more about that, everyone, if you haven't already. Yeah, uh, after, uh, so <clears throat> poor poor Okan, he gets chumped out with the stupid-ass money clip. Hey, hey and, Luke, you remember last week when uh, Okan easily countered the money clip with the uh, with the, the iron claw? What happened there? What, what happened? Nothing. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he tried it and failed. What the fuck? Oh, I, I can only imagine like Great Okan going up to Okada backstage. It's like, oh, maybe we should try this. Maybe we should try this. Maybe we should try this. And Okada's like, no. I'll see you out there, kid. That's what he said. He said, what's the finish? What's your finish, kid? Can't wait to kick out of it. See you out there. You know, that's, that's what he said. Yeah. Now... What happens next, I might be a bit biased on because obviously we're super down on uh, this gentleman. Uh, I can't not mention it, so I'll just briefly say Arseface gets into the ring, cuts the lamest Ric Flair, Flair 
kind of promo ever. Like, I called him Shit Flare, and uh, me and, and another guy on the Tweety were doing, uh, you know, shitty uh, <laughs> Ric Flair puns. Uh, yeah, so, I, you know, I said something like, uh, he, he wouldn't know where Space Mountain even is. All this kind of stuff. Uh, uh, one of his replies was quite funny, but it has the C word in it, so I won't repeat that. You mean cunt? But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that oh, was okay. the word. All right. Uh, to be the man, you've got to beat the... Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so he and I had a good old... Uh, Tweety back and forth, just uh, making shitty, uh, shitty flare puns. Uh, it's an awful, awful promo. Uh, and he says something that makes that made me tweet out. Really, really, he said, and he's like, the worst thing you all thought was me betraying my brother. The worst thing you thought I could do was me betraying my brother. And I'm just like, uh, no, that's not the worst thing we think you did. Uh, not by a long shot. They so, don't want you anymore. They want Ocon, I tell you. Yeah. It's he, this is, He's ham. He's a ham sandwich, isn't he? He's, well, he's so okay. hammy. So when you say shit flare, what we let me explain this real quick is that Dickhead is dressed up in a three-piece suit, maybe five-piece suit. I don't know, whatever them British idiots have, but he has one of those. And he is sitting <laughs> he's sitting ringside and acting like it's his VIP section, which is the most that's like that's Ric Flair shit and it's funny when he does it, and if you're not Ric Flair, you can't do that, cause fuck you. So, you know, he's trying to you know, be like a Ric Flair character, only Ric Flair is like the greatest heel of all time, maybe one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and shithead is shithead. So it, it's it's really bad. It's really bad. But on a good note, we did get something pretty fun out of this. I don't know if you remember this, Luke, but Tai Chi was on Twitter. You know, he had a match, uh, you know, or he was he? He's not on the show. So, um, so Tai Chi was on Twitter, and he said that Empire, locally, there was a dry cleaner. If you hear the word Empire, Hokkaido people will think of it. If you think there is retweet, is good. So what he's saying is is that emp the Empire is a fucking dry cleaners, and that's what everybody thinks of is when you think of the Empire. So, and please retweet this. So I did. <laughs> I think I might have too. So it's, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, with his in-ring ability and stuff like that, I would have been going for uh, Cocky Hill rather than uh, the, the Ric Flair route, but... I don't give a shit because it's him. So yeah, let's move moving on. on. Uh, let's go with it. And uh, I thought this was a really cool match. It's Kenta versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Well, what? And wait a second. This what? is this is when we get all the best the Super oh, Junior yes. matchups announced, as well as the Super <laughs> Jacob first round matches and Ren Narita's back. What the fuck? Yes. Uh, I figured we'll go through some of the matchups after the show. Okay, um, all right, all right. So, uh, after we've talked about Power Struggle. But yes, they did announce um, some of the, you know, most of the matches, I guess, uh, on, on what days they'd arrive. Zero for World Tag League. Zero. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> now I know who's wrestling when on what night Nobody from cares. the juniors. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's still, like, if I'm a tag team, if I'm Tamatonga or someone like that, or Finn Juice or... 
you know, even dangerous takers and shit. I'd, or even Tenkozy. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but, well, I will, oh well. I will say this too. I had been on English commentary until the, the best of senior super juniors announcement break. And then I switched over to new, to Japanese commentary and, I don't know if it was just because of that. I don't think so. But, man, I started to love this show as soon as I made that switch. Holy shit. Fair enough. Uh, uh, yeah, so they do make those They do make those uh, announcements. Uh, they're pretty good. Um, but, unfortunately, Render Reader's coming back. But for the American part of wrestling, like, oh my, uh, I guess... Uh, Rather see him come back to Japan. Oh, I, I cannot wait to shit on this Super J-Cup stuff. So uh, we'll get to it later, though, because, man, I got a lot to say about that. Glad Mr. Andy is unbiased, and uh, I do realize he just called all you Brits stupid, uh, which is true. <laughs> hey, whoa. Well, there's one British person that's not stupid, and that is Joy. Joy, you're out there. We love you. You're not stupid. All the rest of you, fuck off. Ah. Uh... Maybe that Ben guy. That Ben guy's cool, too. But other than that, everybody else. <laughs> the Never Open Podcast. Open to everyone. Except you Brits. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, we're, we're joking, of course. Uh, thank you for well, listening. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. You yeah, know, fun. Luke, uh, by the way, I know we're, we're trying to get this match, but did you know that, like, lots of people are listening? We're starting to catch on a little bit? That's pretty cool, man. I, your those things you send me where people it looks like people are listening and stuff really confuse me because there's like a red arrow thing on it and I'm like red's bad right? Well, that means that like if we are at position 100 or whatever, that red arrow means that earlier in the day we were higher by that number. So that's a good thing. Except we fell, oh. but I mean you know those those things kind of change constantly. But man, you know people are listening. So hey, we appreciate you. You know, except for the British people. Yeah, I was about to say, I wonder why we fell. Uh, maybe it's because of the British stuff. No, no we, it's because we it's because other uh, podcasts came out and people were listening to those instead of ours, which they shouldn't do. Should never listen to any podcast except this one. That's just a fact. <laughs> it's the only one we listen to now. That's uh, also a total lie. Uh, <laughs> but yes, we have. Uh... <laughs> We've only got one show to cover, so we're just like, as soon as this is done, it's over. But. Uh, we got Kenta versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah. I like this match. Fuck yeah. Oh, if you like air guitars, air bass, and the air keyboard, <laughs> this is the match for you. It's the air unfortunately, band. <laughs> unfortunately, we do not get the uh, air violin, but, uh, you know, that's that's fine. And yeah, uh, <laughs> like uh, Tanahashi does a move on on Kenta, turns his back on him and does air guitar, so Kenta kicks him in the head, turns around and does air bass, which gets him a kick in the head too, which is, <laughs> this is a really good match, it's kind of like, like wrestling chess, if this makes sense, like these two men just trying to outwit each other, which was super cool, I, I really liked it, there's a really gnarly, uh, or nari as my notes say, double stomp by Kenta, which looked fucking brutal Ooh, ouch <laughs> yeah there's uh there's a it's like uh i don't know what to call it you know when uh eddie guerrero does the three amigos uh tana does the same sort of thing but with twist and shouts mm -hmm. which is pretty cool there's a there's a standing uh high fly flow into and then a clover leaf 
which uh, I, I think Kenta kind of transitions into the game over. Uh, I think he gets out of the first one, but Kenta locks in the second one, and it's and it's over. But uh, I thought this was great stuff. Why, why is it good? Tell me why this was good. Why? Um, I really like their chemistry together. Like, you've got this really cocky jerk heel, and and then you've got you know the ultimate hero Tanahashi. But just felt like these kind of, these. I don't know how many times these guys have wrestled. I don't think it's that many times because they've been in different promotions, but it felt like they knew each other pretty well and were just just trying to one-up each other and just trying to feel each other out. It was kind of brutal in, in places, uh, and it just worked for me, man. I don't know. What what did you like it? Did you like it? I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah. for, for Kenta... The fact that he is just a fantastic heel and all these little tiny things that we're laughing about with him playing airbase and stuff is developing his character in a way that I've never seen. I've never seen him develop his character at all before, ever. So this is like a big deal. And then the other reason why I love this match is because I'm not sure how, but I have even more sympathy for Tanahashi than I ever have. He's the best babyface wrestler in the world. And as he gets older and his knees stop working and he slows down, he gets even better at gaining sympathy somehow. And so, like, he, you know, people were so, as somebody said last, what was it, uh, Alexis Montez, uh, you know, almost ruined our show by saying that, um, that Yoshihashi was pro wrestling. No, fucking Tanahashi is pro wrestling. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just... This is pro wrestling. It's fantastic. And the fact that he put over uh, Kenta so big, this is what this is what Okada didn't do, you know? And he I don't... Did, he I didn't don't... just put him over with the... Like, you think he'd put him over, but it would be game... Uh, not game over, it'd be go to sleep. No, he put him over with the game over. Yeah. Yeah, t and, and Tanahashi doesn't tap out. You know, he's like John Cena in that respect, where he's only tapped like twice in his career... You know, this was like ref stoppage or whatever. So, I mean, it's a big fucking deal. And as Tanahashi's skills lessen physically, the rest of his skills are blooming. And that's just, I love it. I love it so much. Watch this match. Yeah, I think this is, I liked their G1 match. And this match is even better. Uh, so Agreed. Really good stuff. And this is Tanahashi's in his... Um, early 40s he's getting into the, close to the mid 40s range he's done it all and yet i don't see him falling asleep at the wheel i don't think i've ever seen him fall asleep at the wheel dude the way that uh i'm seeing someone else do that but uh that's me beating that dead horse again uh it's so good i love that match a lot uh now <clears throat> I've, i said it to you i might probably said it on the show i said it to my wife i said it on twitter i said it everywhere I'm like, all right, the next, this match, Kota Ibushi versus Switchblade Jay White. I'm like, all right, Luke, breathe. You know your boy's losing. <laughs> just just breathe. He's, he's not going to triumph here. Just breathe. And that's fine. Now that you have resigned yourself, you've had a, a, over a week to kind of go, no one ever wins that briefcase. Just, just breathe. Just get over that and enjoy the match on its own merits. Because uh, I'm a, a 
one-sided Jay White fan and anyone who beats him can fuck off. I guess you can, you've can. you heard me in my, well, my podcast. By the time we record the podcast, though, and Jay White's lost, I've cooled down. But if you see me on Twitter, I'm just like, motherfucking bullshit. But I was, I was kind of like, all right, just just relax. It's, it's fine. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there's some surprises tonight. Uh, and this match uh, had one of them. So I'm watching this with my wife. Uh, Charity is a super mega Ibushi fan. She loves Kota Ibushi, as everybody should, because he's awesome. And I'm well, a super mega JY guy. I like it. Jay takes kind of a powder straight away and grabs the briefcase. He tosses it to Ibushi. Then he punches Ibushi and punches <laughs> the case into Ibushi's face. Uh, I would say putting Kenta with JY has upped Kenta's heel game because they're... And I'd say the same thing for Jay White. Those two feet are feeding off each other and I think it's creating two even better heels than what they were when they weren't aligned together. So, you know, and Jay's heel stuff is so on point in this in this match. And... This is awesome. This is fucking... It's suplex galore. Thank you, Jay. I love it when you do these awesome suplexes. There's this fucking gnarly-looking deadlift German by Jay, and Bushi's landing is so fucking... Ouchy. I would say, surprisingly, Jay gets more of the offense in this one, but when Abushi gets some offense, including some amazing-looking suplexes and strikes himself... Uh, Jay Selling's really good. Uh, like, these two are just magical together. And <clears throat> I was just resigned to it. So, this is funny, Andy. Like, all right, so it's near the end of the match, and Abushi has, has him for the Kamigoye. And I said to Charity, all right, here it is. It's over. And it was, just uh, not the way I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Kamigoye re- uh, reverses into a backslide. Jay's legs are on the ropes. And one, two, three, switchblade, Jay White just won the briefcase. And Charity's like, you're right, it is over. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Well, Luke, we have someone we need to apologize to, okay? And I'll do it on behalf of the podcast. Ref Chumpy, we're sorry. We're sorry we made Love fun you of you. So we, we are sorry that we called you Ref Chumpy. We're going to keep calling you that, but... We're very sorry. <laughs> you are the greatest ref of all time. You're keeping your nickname, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see it you. at all. I love it. You know, when when a... Basically, you know, Jay White, he does the backslide. He gets his feet up on the ropes, but not the first rope. Not the second rope. The third rope in the most ridiculous pinning predicament you can see that's obviously cheating. And Ref Chumpy is so laser focused on those shoulders that he can't see it. And so because he can't see it, Jay gets the win. And that is exciting. And I was so happy to see that kind of finish in New Japan because that is tremendous pro wrestling. I loved it too. Uh, what better way for Jay White to win that briefcase? I know, I, I, of course, I wanted him to win the G1, but to to win it like a complete douchebag later on and totally steal someone's moment, wow, that's great storytelling. And Charity was happy for me, but she looked a little dejected oh. that Abushi lost. And I said, <laughs> I said to her straight away, I said, look, if there was one night of Wrestle Kingdom instead of two, Abushi would have won that match. 
hands down. But because there's two nights they got to book for, you think uh, if you think they're not gonna put Abushi in the picture, that's crazy. He's gonna be there. So you know, and uh, from what we see from the rest of the show, and then um, some of the announcements from uh, the press press conference yesterday, you know, she's obviously a lot happier. And I guess uh, we both win. We both get kind of what we want, which is awesome. So. Well, I have, I have a question for you about this one, okay? Yeah. So after the match, the crowd is dejected. They are so upset for Ibushi. Ibushi is upset. Do you think, now I know that this does both, but do you think this gets more heat on Ibushi or heat for Jay? Which one? Uh, for Jay. Yeah. You think so? Okay. All right. Because the yeah. crowd didn't give a shit. I mean, they didn't see. They weren't booing Jay. They were like, "Oh, poor Abushi." You know what I mean? And I think that it's funny. You know, there's a lot of people that were angry about this and angry about some some other stuff that happens later. And I think some of them get caught up in the moment and forget that when you're your big baby faced, you know, guy that is like the, one of the biggest baby faces in the company, when he loses in this way. That's good for him. That's like, yeah. that's great for him. You know, I mean, imagine they never could have had a WrestleMania 30 moment with Daniel Bryan if he hadn't lost all those matches. You know what I mean? And so it, that kind of stuff is really important. And that's what I saw. When I saw Bushi, I was happy J1. I saw Bushi grasping at straws, trying to, you know, he was having this, uh, you know, problem in his mind, trying to figure out how he's going to deal with losing this. After he went through this, he had to face eight different guys in order to get that, you know, that that uh, briefcase. And now he's lost it in a short match. You know, well, it wasn't short, but in, in a match that's short, you know, uh, compared with all the stuff he went through. And I thought to myself, this is great. Fucking Ibushi is gonna like crawl out of this hole, and it's gonna be a yeah. great moment when he does. If if Jay White had to beat him clean, it's over. Yep. Like it's it's big time over. But Jay didn't beat him clean. He cheated like a big douchebag. So <laughs> yeah, it's gonna add to the story. Come on, it's it's not just hard hitting awesome matches. You've got to have some drama into this. You got to have that. And I think a lot of people get upset about that because oh, they man. just want the matches and yeah the matches are great it's great when they just do the matches too but you've got to inf in in inject some drama here and there you have to you're building towards your biggest show of 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 the year right with wrestle kingdom you've got to you've got to do stuff like this and i think it worked perfectly uh and uh, let's talk. Well, we can talk a bit, bit more about this situation, especially after uh, the next match. Oh, dude! Because, uh, you guys, you guys think some some of you out there may think, oh well, you know, Andy knows about wrestling. I don't know about this Luke guy, but I know Andy knows. Well, you're about to get proved uh, that Luke knows his fucking shit because he had this whole thing figured out he was messaging me through this match and had this whole thing lined up everything that's happened over the past two days you predicted like instantly so fucking dude you proved yourself big time on all this it was awesome <laughs> i was loving i love get those messages because i really honestly i haven't been thinking about wrestle kingdom much i haven't been thinking about what's gonna happen i've just been kind of like letting new japan wash over me and not really thinking about stuff too much and as soon as you started sending me those messages i was like by scott he's right you know that's fucking awesome dude i love it thanks man like yeah 
all I did was I took kind of my mental logic as to what might happen between Kenta, Tanahashi, and Moxley. And because there's two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. And then I just kind of mentally transferred that into the situation we're going to have with, uh, well, let's talk about this match first. Uh, we've got Tetsuya Naito versus Evil. And I don't care what a lot of people say. I had super mega, mega super fun, happy time watching this match. Yes. Uh, and with, I see all these tweets complaining about Evil. All that says to me is it's working. I can I can I just say something before we get into this match? And I'm sorry, yeah. I'm cutting you off a no, lot go, tonight, go. but I have a lot of weird right. stuff to say. So I was rooting for Evil in this match, all right? But I wasn't rooting for him to win. I was rooting for him to prove himself as a, a true main eventer. You know, and, and that was that was what this was all about to me, was making sure, you know, seeing if Evil is, in fact, that true main eventer that they think he is, because this is his, like, third chance. And, you know, I don't know that his other performances have been as impressive as this one was. Do you think that he, he rose to the occasion, Luke? I do. I think he nailed... He nailed it in a way he might not have 100% nailed it in, you know, previously. I mean, I've got the T-shirt. I'm a little biased. I think he's been doing great. But I think out of all the evil Naito matches, I think this one's my favorite. Definitely, and yeah. this one has the most drama. Uh, drama, for me, means shenanigans <laughs> for everybody. Bullshit shenanigans for right. everyone else. Over, overbooked, <laughs> according to Twitter. So, uh, But I can't wait to talk about this. So let's... I think it works when New Japan does it, though, dude, because they rarely yes. do it like this. Yeah. And because it's the exception, not the norm, when they do it, it works because... They're building stuff and they're telling a story. I think the post. Well, take are. take me through all this and tell me how this all works into your obviously correct theory about uh, about wrestling right. kingdoms. So this match is a lot of fun, and yeah, so people are going to shit on the cheating. But the way, way I saw this is like they've got to book two nights of Wrestle Kingdom, so there's way so there's way too much drama and and stuff. I think the, the match portions of this of it are great. Uh, Naito and Evil do get opportunities to beat the shit out of each other and it's really cool uh i do uh i've i've said it and i know other people on twitter have said it, that uh dick togo looks like a miami vice villain so uh i i tweeted out i, was, I hope don johnson comes out and beat beat his ass up uh, i kind of got my wish by the way yes <laughs> uh, i'll get to that now <clears throat> there's there's some cheating and all that kind of stuff but two destinos and i'm like all right that's cool it. yep Togo interferes again, oh, and then pull you know, by pulling the ref out, and then oh, oh here's Yujiro Takahashi, Pimpy, comes in, does the pimp juice on Naito, and I think I think pimp juice oh, Yujiro is a good choice in this spot because of the history he and Naito have, so that kind of plays into it. Togo and and uh, and Pimpy, that's just too much, and Sonata runs out looking like a Miami Vice. Here, a good guy. So, you know, he's got this kind of loose white kind of shirt and pants on, shoes with no socks, comes out, uh, beats the shit out of Togo and uh, Yujiro and takes out the trash. He takes him to the back, yeah. Yep. And then and then here it is. Uh, Switchblade comes out and you think, oh, shit, he's going to... Uh, oh, no, he's going to do a Blade Runner on Evil? Nah. 
they're Bullet Club for life, bro. You know, comes out to try to do, uh, but he does do a, uh, a, a, a suplex on Naito, and Ibushi's like, fuck that shit. Bushi runs out, and I'm just like, come on, man, it's all there. It's all there. Uh, and and uh, I, that's why I was messaging. I'm like, they got two nights to book here. And I'll, I'll get into that after the, the, the promo that we have, because uh, Jay comes out, Ibushi chases him out, Destino and Naito retains. Evil looks like a really good heel. Jay looks like a really good heel. You got the two heroes, Naito and Ibushi, two men who really want to wrestle each other at Wrestle Kingdom. And I'm almost like, and then you got Jay coming out, and Jay comes out after the match during uh, Naito's speech, and he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, this is my case, briefcase now, and I'm going to wrestle you." But you know, I'm, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take January four off. I'm going to take night one of Wrestle Kingdom off, and uh, I'll wrestle you night two. Probably knowing that Naito has to wrestle do something on night one because he's the double champ, right? And I, I'm just thinking it's all there. Uh, you've got uh, Jay White who will wrestle the double champ on night two. So you can do something easy here of having Kota Ibushi versus Naito on night one and the winner of that match wrestles Jay White on night two. What better way to crawl, get Ibushi out of this hole by having him beat uh, Naito and Jay White? Or... Maybe Naito's just too good and he beats them both. Or maybe Naito retains and maybe Switchblade wins the second night. So many different ways that this can go. And as this is happening, I'm I'm fucking I'm I'm messaging you all this and then uh like the next day or something like that, there's a press conference and Naito says, I want a Bushi night one and I'm like, Yeah, see? Same. It's all there. Mm-hmm. And this is just running through my mind. And yes, I know that you couldn't do this by just having straight up wrestling matches. You had to have some drama. You had to have some villains doing villain shit and you had to have some heroes because that's what wrestling is as well. It's not just, and even Japanese wrestling, even new Japan, it's not just strong style. It's not just 40 minute hour long or hour long epics. It's not, just that you've you've got to have your characters too and new japan knows that so a lot of people we, we kind of like oh this is bullshit oh this is crap look when there's a when there's light cheating in a match all right the heel might win this when there's super double triple mega super mega cheating it usually tells me that the person getting cheated on uh, in such a blatant obvious way is probably going to win because that's how wrestling works usually. Uh, I was I was happy with this. It was it was a great match. You saw Evil and Jay kind of uh, interact for the first time together, which was really cool too. Uh, I've loved the storytelling of this match. It was just so much great fun, uh, and it it kind of. Uh, opened so many possibilities for Wrestle Kingdom for me, some of which uh, are going to come true. I, I couldn't wait to tell Charity of the News that, uh, yeah, Naito Ibushi, come on, dude, they're going to fight night one. Or he wants him for night one. And come on, they, that's, that, they, they, that might as well have said it's signed. You, know, you, don't, you don't say something like that and not follow through. It's, it's ridiculous. I've talked a lot, but, uh, yeah, I just... 
I like it. Like I like uh, I like Western style wrestling too. So I don't mind some of that uh, seeping into New Japan because they don't do it. Uh, they're not you know as overboard on it as uh, well as American wrestling. So what do you think of this, Andy? Well, to go back to the beginning of the match and talk about that real quick, I just got a couple things I want to mention. Uh, like I said, I, I thought that Evil stepped up to the plate, you know, and yeah, just please. when, okay, so this match is starting to get good. It's starting out slow, and it's building, and it's building just like any New Japan main event is supposed to, and, um, you know, we're getting all kinds of good stuff starting to happen, great sequences and stuff, and then there's a part where Naito is on the top rope and he gets yanked off the top rope and does this like amazing bump. And it's not even like anything anyone would ever go. Oh, that was great. He just made this. Oh no, I'm, I have lost my balance and you know, fell down and it was just such a cool bump. And you know, the fact that at the end of all this, Naito's won, there's all this bullshit going on around him, right? And he's watching it all. It's all happening. And then finally, at the end, he's alone in the ring. It's like all those shenanigans and everything, they're all a dust cloud around Naito and around the title. And when he's finally free of it there for a second, he gets to do his whole, you know, spiel in the ring. It just was an absolutely perfect rising action, rising action, complete chaos, complete chaos and then peace. And I thought that yeah. that main event was very well executed and that it was like that kind of shit. Okay, so let me ask you a question, uh, Twitter. Here's my question for you. What's easier, two guys having a match and, and, and the match finishes or timing all of these run-ins and everything and having that all go perfectly? Which is easier, you think? So, you know, there's a conception that this, you know, this strong style, you know, ridiculous match type is the only way to go because it's the most difficult. And because it's the most difficult, it's the best. I can tell you that is not necessarily true. Making sure that 10 moving parts all do what they're supposed to do, that's a lot more difficult. So I would say executing this main event as a as a piece of storytelling is a much higher difficulty than what they would have done if it was just two guys fighting in a finish. So there's something else for you guys to think about when it comes to this cheating bullshit that you don't like. You think it sucks, you think it's dumb. Well, guess what? Don't watch it. I hate seeing people complain and bitch and moan about everything and they say they don't like it. Don't fucking watch it, all right? If you don't like it, move on. We don't need your bullshit because the only the only reason they ever have, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of pissed about this because you see a masterpiece like this main event and people are shitting on it saying it's like Vince Russo booked it and it makes me want to throw no up. Way. Because why, Luke? Why? This is nothing like Russo. Did... Did Gato just make himself the fucking champion? Right. Yeah. You know. I, you know. It, not only did not only is all those moving parts hard to pull off, you've got to trust all your performers to nail that shit. Uh, you've got to nail. You don't just have to nail all the stuff in the Naito Evil match. Uh, Abushi Wyatt, I've got to deliver too to set things up. Oh shit! Abushi's lost the case. Oh no. This, oh no! So everyone's going to be right. super emotional and amped up for the next match because they know Evil's going to try some shit, and that brings more drama to it. And look, it's funny too because you, you're being worked, man. Like if you don't like all this stuff, guess what? You're not supposed to. <laughs> you want the fucking hero to win, of course you do. It's fucking 
this this isn't like a, as much as they promote themselves as a sport and they can be very sport like they've got to tell stories with good guys and bad guys and if and, they don't yeah it's just dudes fighting in the ring it's you well, might as well be they, a legit sport like come on they have to have a reason to fight and this reason makes sense and that was kind of what i was getting at is that this yeah. shit makes sense Russo and all that crap doesn't make sense. That's why it sucks. So it's just dumb. It's not a good comparison. And I think that, you know, this kind of stuff, I'm happy to see. Um, you know, we don't need to see eight run-ins in every main event. However, if Hell they no. do it here, that's fine. I was not expecting any of that. And it was a lot of fun. So anyway, what did you think of the show overall, Luke? Uh I was about to say it was all killer and no filler, but then we had Okada versus Great Okan. Um, it, it just pains me that Okada's in that spot. Uh, I thought it was a great show uh, for the most part. Uh, Yano's out of shame might not have been as good as their first match, but I had fun with it. You know, nice, light, fun way to start the show. Uh, Suzuki Shingo fucking killed it. They're bad motherfuckers, no doubt. Uh, Kenta and Tana, oh. That was a friggin' masterclass right there. Ibushi White took me by surprise with that that finish, but then had my brain going into overdrive with uh, all the possibilities for Wrestle Kingdom because, you know, things would have gone a lot differently if there was one night of Wrestle Kingdom. None of this stuff might, might have happened. But because you've got a book for two nights, you've got more opportunities to inject a bit of story in here, you know, put people in... Uh, in different matches obviously some wrestlers are going to wrestle twice you, you you need you need this extra thing because you got to think about it for the what do we have for the rest of the year uh world tag league and best of super juniors there aren't really going to be many shows to feature uh the heavyweights uh wrestling uh, one-on-one or anything like that to kind of build wrestle kingdom stories so you needed to you need they they needed to take a shot, you know they needed to, you know, load 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 their load their gun for Wrestle Kingdom I guess and then uh, take the shot and like uh, build some shit. I think it I think it worked perfectly. I was I was excited. Look, I knew Naito was going to win because it doesn't make sense for Evil to win, and and yeah, it just worked. I, I it just worked. You I liked just feel it. like uh, Todd Howard talked. <laughs> But it would work because you, you just you need Naito to be your big hero. You know, he he won the night and he's the double champ. You need uh, Abushi to be ejected, uh, dejected, and and have and make it look like he's got no hope. Now his hope, he, I won the briefcase. I'm gonna be God. Now he's got no hope. What's going to make him look like God now? Beating Switchblade and Naito two nights in a row at fucking Wrestle Kingdom. There. Yeah. And uh, and and if they can even do it in a way, I mean, that's just a random idea that just popped in my head. But, you know, I know people would hate this, but I would think it would be fun, is if uh, on night one, Ibushi beats Naito. But because 
of interference that he's not aware of from evil. And so then evil and Naito have to blow off their feud finally on Wrestle Kingdom night two in some kind of crazy match. That would be fun. I, I, you know, because I have a feeling this story's still not over, but we'll see what happens. I thought it was a fun night. Um, I had a blast with everybody on Twitter and stuff, so that was a lot of fun. And yeah. uh, it had been a while since I watched a show live, so that was that made it extra fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just a great time. Uh, I was on a bit of a high after it because, you know, I had all these things buzzing through my mind, what they could do. And I... I I just had a big smile on my face when yeah all right it's, it's gonna happen <laughs> um, it's just like that's awesome because I want to see those matches why can't I what you know it's like the the, the little taco girl uh, I don't know what this taco why girl can't... is I don't know what that is it, but, uh... all right so we get we get taco commercials in Australia for this uh, this company called Old El Paso and they do like you know taco shells yeah we we like, have that here yeah. Shit, like, all right, one of the ads, this is when, uh, oh, this is years ago, uh, sponsor us please, hold up how I say, but they were doing this fucking um, commercial where people were arguing that like, oh, I hate it when the fucking, the tacos break, or why don't we have soft tacos, or why don't we have tacos that you know, can stand, and they're talking, they're making all these legitimate gripes about tacos, and then there's this little girl at the end of the table who's like, why don't we have both? And then they, they pick her up on their shoulders and they're all celebrating and then their trumpets <laughs> playing and all this kind of shit. And that was that was buzzing through my brain. Like, well, do you want Naito in a, in Naito and Ibushi in a title picture as Kingdom? Yes. Do I want Switchblade there? Yes. Alright. What wait, why don't we have both? Yeah. So. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, we also had something strange come up. I want to talk about the night one of the Super Juniors here in a second, and the and maybe that Super J Cup that I'm gonna shit all over. But we learned <laughs> something. We learned something this week. I mean, so one of our listeners was very excited to hear about, uh, you know, the Australian experience and some of the things you revealed to us last week. But we also learned this week that you guys pay rent. On every fortnight, which is apparently every two weeks, and why do you use the word fortnight? That's some old bullshit. So tell me, um, what you have to pay rent like twice a month? What the fuck is this? Well, it's not like we notice. Like we have it all set up, so it comes straight out of our account like every two weeks. So well, yeah, I, I know how paying rent works. I'm just saying, why? Are you guys that irresponsible? That they can't trust you to pay every month, once a month, and you have to pay twice. Uh, <laughs> if you knew, if you knew the people who used to live next door to us, uh, you'd be, I'd be, you, you, you wouldn't have asked that question. Uh, <laughs> I think they moved up we, into my building because I got some shitty ones up here. So. Yeah, be, because that, those neighbors, like, if they still live next door, you'd have heard them on a podcast already. Oh, nice. All right. Just fucking screaming at each other and shit. My fucking coach. It can't be both. We don't have both types of tacos. Like that kind of thing. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Exactly. So, so what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about this night one of the best of super juniors tournament. We can kind of talk about maybe, uh, you know, oh, death back is last, man. Or... That's going to be last. I want to close that with that because it is it is something it is 
yeah, it's definitely something. Oh, well, no, I'm talking. Yes. About, okay, we're talking. I'm talking about previewing the uh, best of Super oh. Juniors uh, night one, <laughs> and then we got to talk about this Super Junior Cup thing that's all shitty. So we'll do the shit one first. Okay, all right. So they, uh, you know, you can give me a little more specifics, but they announced these matches, the first round matches for the Super J Cup. ELP's definitely winning. I mean, it's obvious, and I just. The fact that they're doing a tag match, all right, with Ren Narita in it, which I'd be happy to see him. He's a he. If you don't know, he's a uh, former young lion that's on excursion still. He actually wrestled a buddy of mine uh, at Black Label Pro over the, I guess, the winter or last summer, and uh, so he's been around. But he's in a tag match, and who's he in a tag match with, Luke? <laughs> Did oh, you shit. see? It's no. He, he's tagging with Carl Fredericks versus Kenta and someone and. <laughs> It's like what? Uh, so these are these matches are old as fuck, and I guarantee yeah. you they haven't said it's gonna be live, but I think these World Tag League matches are old as fuck. But so they're gonna be boring, and that's gonna suck. They're gonna be in the tiny ring in Dark City. But the thing that's cool about that is if that's the case, and that means the winner can already. Oh, Kenta and Hikaleo. There you we're go. Yeah. Uh, that's what the other guy. Uh, that means that the winner of the World Tag League, or the, uh, excuse me, the Super J Cup can be in Japan already, and we don't know it. So just throw yeah. that out there. So, Well, kind of like how uh, Jay and Kenta are probably already in Japan right. as well. Yeah. And, uh, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, we got our first round matches. We got Clark Connors versus Chris Bay. He's good, by the way. That Chris Bay guy, really athletic dude. Uh, and and the internet was making a big stink about this. I don't think it matters, but he's from Impact, so whoop de doo. Okay, uh, awesome. I guess he's really good. <laughs> uh, I I don't know shit about Impact anymore, man. I don't uh, watch that. I will never like, watch that show. Yeah, you know, thirty times bitten. You know, thirty times shy. All that kind of yep. stuff. Uh, so we've got uh, ACH versus TJP, yeah, yeah. which I think will be a pretty damn good match. Uh, Ray Horace versus Blake Christian. And no. I think you mentioned this. Yep, go on. Well, I was just going to, yeah, don't forget. So, you know, Ray Horace is El Dragon Azteca from, um, from Lucha Underground, which yeah, is one is. of the reasons why we haven't seen him around. You know what I mean? Because those, those, one of these days we'll talk about those, uh, those lucha underground contracts, contracts and how they fucked everybody's oh. life up so oh my god uh love the show wow those contracts yeah yeah because uh what ricochet was allowed to appear in japan but when japan had a shows in america he wasn't allowed to appear nope. on them and shit nope 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 <laughs> uh yeah i mean you gotta think though the wrestlers signed them but you gotta think like the show's not moving forward and it's canceled or whatever it's like let him go yeah Anyway, uh, so Ray Horace is the Blake Christian. I think uh, I'm going for Ray Horace. Right, and, then... and if you're from my area, you know Blake Christian. He's a guy that's been around. He's got no gimmick, but God damn, is he good. And, like, I've seen him in more than one type of match. He's a really, really high-flying flippy dude, but I've seen him in a match more than once where somebody, like, broke his leg. So then he had to figure out how to do his moves off one leg and shit, and it's fantastic. So he's really good. Awesome. And uh, this is going to be a pretty fun match, too. We've got El Fantasmo versus Leo Rush. Yeah, man. Have you ever seen yeah. Leo Rush? Like, as far as, like, have you seen him just tear it up like he can before? No. Dude. Dude. <laughs> I don't watch NXT. I never watched 205 Live. Well, I, uh, I 
didn't really watch him in that either. But he was at Ring of Honor for a while. In fact, one of the first like indie shows I ever went to, like tiny ones, he was on the show. And um, I think he faced Joey Janela for the CZW Wired Championship or something like that. But uh, but Leo Rush can tear it the fuck up. I saw him and Adam Cole once. Uh, they main evented a Ring of Honor show and just, I mean, they tore the fucking house down. And after the match, this is when I like realized Adam Cole was great. Is because I found out that he had double pneumonia during the match and just Holy crushed shit. it. So anyway, sorry, I have a little silly story about all these guys. So that's all right. So uh, the whole tournament's happening that night as well. So yeah, um, you that's mean it's, be... it's a one day tournament? Is what you mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. So some wrestlers are going to obviously wrestle twice, and a couple well, of them are going to wrestle three times. But they already did, so they probably taped it on different days. You know what's a good thing, though? When Japan <sighs> pre-tapes shit, it doesn't get leaked, does it? No. Yeah, that's true. Well, they, they've been good at keeping this stuff. I mean, that's because there's no crowd, though. You know, and, and it's a minimal uh, crew, it looks like. So that, that might be why. But what else we got on this? Is that is that everything? Yeah, and then there's that tag match as well. So, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. We so, can't really go for second round matches because we don't know what they are yet. Yeah. So, whew, on I I don't think we'll break down every match on the, the super best of super juniors because that's that makes it less fun for Mr. Andy and I. Yeah. Well, just maybe obviously this we first could night we here. could skip to the last night of the of the uh, of the tournament and go. Oh, this is, might be where it's leading, and I don't want to do that. Like, no. You could have done that with the G1, and I'm like, yeah, but. One, so we've got uh, f- but night one we have uh, this opening match is going to be great. It's got uh, Risky Taguchi and El Desperado, that's going to be fun. Uh, we've got Master Wato versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru, those two have had beef in the past, so that's going to be a fun match. Uh, Show versus Bushi, oh, I just, might as well just say this is going to be a fun match the whole fucking time. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Uh, Robbie Eagles versus Dowkey, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be incredible. Uh, I love Robbie Eagles, and we're super high on Mr. Dowkey, uh, especially this year. He's been incredible. And our main event, like, come on, we got Hiromu Takahashi versus Taiji Ishimori. That's going to be a fucking banger. Uh, I wish we could break down some of the World Tag League shit, but by the time we find out what well, the World Tag League stuff is, the shows will already be starting to air and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't think we have another... Excuse me. I don't. I think uh, by the time we record next, it'll be when we do cover some a lot of these oh, uh, shows. Luke, maybe we should do a uh, a separate episode, a World Tag League announcement special. What do you think? Um, I, I guess. Like, do we have to? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> and look, yeah. We all we all wish it was just best of super juniors. Like, f- forget that. Just have two blocks of juniors. But they're not doing that. They're gonna try to fit all their regular tournaments in. Like, we even got a mini um, junior tag league, like, well, like a couple months back. So yeah, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I look, even if we don't care as much, I'd at least like to know who's bloody well in it. We'll get there. They'll let us know here soon. I mean, the shows that we're almost done recording, so we'll find out here in about a half hour. 
You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've clicked on the news a couple of times just in Me case. Me too. No, they're going to be assholes and bad about that. <laughs> they know we're recording. They're monitoring my computer, putting in little popping noises and stuff to yeah. fuck with us. That's because Wato's probably listening in. Hey, oh. hey Wato, how are you going to do in the uh, Best of Super Juniors, man? Hey, man, listen up. First of all, I just want to say hello. I am Master Wado, and this is what I sound like. I'm from Japan, and I wrestle in the ring with the guy and the, do the flipping thing, you know. I put my hand up and do that weird thing I do. It's fun. Uh, but, man, I'm so excited to be in my first uh, uh, best of Super Juniors, and I don't know if I'm a best of a Super Junior, but I'll tell you what, I'm a good one, and I'm going to fight him. I'm going to do flip. I'm going to do my Master Wado shit. And y'all are going to like it. I will, I do have something weird to ask, though. Uh, Luke, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever dressed you uh, specifically. However, I know your name's Luke. I listen to the show. And I just <laughs> wanted to ask what you thought about something. So, yeah. you know, I come back from my excursion, and I'm called Master Wado. You know, you see it in stars. It's like... It's amazing. And then and then this other guy, this Oka guy that I train with, he comes back and he's the great Okan. So do you think that that's a little presumptuous to be the master and the great, you know, before we've even done anything? What do you think of that? <laughs> so, yeah, you yeah. think it is? Is that right? Well, yeah, I guess at the at, right now we've got to call him the okay Okan. Uh, and... Uh, Master Wato, I don't know. I don't you, know what else maybe you don't. You don't know what I'm. Because ma- I've, master I've enjoyed of. Master Wato at the, at the, uh, for now, um, and it's not all Oka's fault. It's not all Okan's fault. Like he's stuck with in a in a group with. Eh, he ain't eh. that great. I'll, I'll let you in a little secret. He ain't that great. And I, I, I'll tell you, I am the master of something, but it ain't dying my hair. <laughs> It ain't, but uh, I got to go. My row machine is over there, and I, I've been painting it, and now I'm going to row a little bit. So I'll see y'all later. <laughs> he's got he's to work his ass off uh, preparing for uh, the best of Super Juniors, of course. So, Mr. Andy, we're up to our uh, match recommends portion of the show. Oh, yeah. Let me go first, because my match is <laughs> nice and short, and I, I just want to save yours for, for last, because it's certainly fucking something. Uh, mine was Prince Devitt versus Koto Ibushi from 2009, uh, June 14th, 2009, to best of Super Junior semi-final. Uh, Mr. Alexis Montez kind of put these in my head, because he was a big fan of uh, Devitt, and, uh, and he, of course, like all sane wrestling fans, likes Koto Ibushi. <laughs> and uh, Ibushi obviously hasn't signed with New Japan yet, uh, but Devitt's probably been there a little bit, and they love the crowd loves Devitt. Uh, this is a short match, so I knew as soon as I saw the length of the match, I knew, I knew this was going to be like a mini banger because they're not going to do much rest holes and shit like that or building up. They're just going to go for it. <laughs> yes. It's like eight is, minutes long or something. Yeah, so it's great fast-paced stuff, and uh, you know, Abushi does this crazy cross slash that sends him over the railing as well which oh, is great man's awesome it's a it's a moonsault he does the fucking yeah. triangle moonsault into the crowd <laughs> yeah uh Bushi does this uh, like amazing snap jagging as well and but actually and actually he does like most of the offense 
So maybe this is a case of uh, them, you know, really showcasing what Ibushi does because they've, as Mr. Lexus Montez said, they wanted him for ages. Uh, it's nine minutes. There's no build-up. It's all it's all non-stop action, and there's some late moves by Devitt, and he eventually gets the three. I'm not too familiar with his finishes and stuff in New Japan. Uh, I'm used to him doing like uh, the double stomp coup de gras. So uh, yeah, it's 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 good stuff. It's short. Made me want more, which I will get into when I <laughs> speak about my next recommend because I definitely wanted more. It was everything that my match wasn't, you know. <laughs> it's just, it's just fantastic, man. I thought you this, mean there was moves. Yeah, it, there was moves that it went really quick and it left you wanting more. So it did everything my match did not do. Um, but man, I mean, this shit is amazing. There's one particular deal where, like, you know, this kind of comes from his time with Kenny Omega too, where you'll see he. Uh, Abushi like slams uh, slams Devitt down, then he goes up and does the moonsault. But Devitt rolls, all right, which is really this is a really hard move to pull off because if you ever notice when someone rolls, or at least if they're trained properly, if they if they're trying to avoid a moonsault, you roll towards the outside of the ring, you roll mm-hmm. towards the turnbuckle because if not, you get landed on. And so this case, it's the other way around where Devitt's rolling the other way. So then Abushi can land on his feet and hit another moonsault. Yes. <laughs> that It'll shit is unreal. And this is before Bullet Club and all that, too. So this is, you know, pure babyface uh, uh, Fergal, you know. And it's just fun to see, man. If you watch this match and you don't you can't, you can't, don't smile, then you just hate wrestling and you hate life. And you should just go live in a ditch or something. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, dude. Um, yeah. Yeah, tell us. Talk introduce uh, your match sure oh my god yeah so my match was the uh the jumima island death match and it was between antonio noki antonio Inoki versus masa saito and this is actually a uh, iwgp heavyweight championship match too even though they don't even say that but it is and Antonio Inoki was a big idea guy. We're going to talk more and more about him, you know, in the coming years or weeks or months or however long we do this. But, you know, he's the creator of New Japan. And so his, like, style, wanted, he wanted his style to be more shoot style. And, like, that was kind of his focus, right? And he had these huge ideas, you know? And some of these huge ideas are bad ideas, and mm-hmm. but this has this is actually rooted in some history, just like a lot of stuff in New Japan. So these two guys were rivals for the whole year of 1987. That was the big uh, program. In fact, that's the first year that the IWGP Heavyweight Championship was crowned to Inoki in a match versus Saito. So and this is obviously the creator of the Saito Suplex too. Um, and basically, this this island, which is called Ganjima Island. Um, it's, it has no inhabitants, a deserted island. And the island has a historical importance in Japanese culture because in the year 
1612, two famous swordsmen, uh, Sasaki and Miyamoto, faced off with one another uh, in a battle to the death on the island that became famous. That, you know, that's really the reason that that island, when people say that island, that people in Japan think of that sword fight, right? So this is the idea is that Inoki's, you know, this is the ultimate blow off. You know, right here is this this is a fight to the death on the island. Now, Luke, how you know, I mean, I just set this up. It sounds fucking exciting, man. It sounds like this is a big deal. I mean, how could this go wrong? Tell me, how did this work out in practice? And what was your experience watching the island death match? Well, I watched I watched uh, portions of this match. Actually, Charity was with me the whole time. And. All right, there's an annoying helicopter above, and I don't really see many angles taken from the helicopter pointing down, so what the fuck is it doing there? So that's annoying. Uh, that's And it drowns out the commentary when there is commentary, and that's annoying too. That's fine, right. All that matters, at the end of the day, all that matters is uh, the two men in the ring, or in the grass, or whatever. And I'm like, all right. By the way, this is my first time watching either man wrestle. The first time ever. So I hope... I, I have to imagine they've got better shit. I have to imagine they do. And you're, you're probably going to go, yeah, of course they do. They definitely and, do, yeah. All right. So um, the match starts and I'm like, all right, it's a long match. So, of course, they're going to start slow. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's been fucking 20 minutes. They're still doing rest holds on each other. When are they going to actually, no suplexes, no punches, they're just doing, they're just grappling and rolling around like two brothers mucking around and, you know, and, and wrestling each other, you know, that kind of bullshit. So, I make an executive decision, and Charity's very quick to agree, that uh, let, let's uh, let's spin on, and if you put your your, your mouse over the uh, the bar of uh, when you're watching uh, an old match of New Japan's, uh, as, you, as you move it forward... You, it gives you a little square that shows you, you know, what's going on. So I'm like, all right, rest holds, rest holds, rest holds, rest holds. Rest. Oh, they're outside of the ring now. Click. And now they're in the grass. All right, so you see it's going to happen. No, rest holds, 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 rest holds. All right, let's go a bit further on. A bit further on. Rest holds, rest holds, rest holds, rest holds. This is fucking rest holds. The whole thing. They don't suplex each other. They don't really punch and kick each other and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck are they thinking? What are they doing? I can wrestle a long ass... If, if I'm a ripped wrestler and all that, yeah, I could probably go for two hours as well if all I have to do is lay down in your headlock for fucking half an hour. What the hell is this? It is the most boring piece of crap I've ever seen. <laughs> it's really bad. So they don't, they don't even lock up. There are moments. I mean, I posted like a two minute section of this match on, on Twitter. Just like, look at the action because it's just, it's just them threatening to lock up with each other. And, and that's it. Now they just roll around in the grass. There's no wrestling moves, but by the end of it, both men are bloody and I've never seen someone so tired in my life as these two guys because the match is like two fucking hours. And guess what, Luke? The whole match isn't on New Japan World. That was just part of it. <laughs> yeah, because like I read up about this match. And I'm like, this has to be one of the worst things ever, right? Google, Google, Google. 
the infamous Island Deathmatch. I'm like, <laughs> by the way, Charity was like, is this what deathmatches are like? I was like, no. No? Yeah. Let me show you what a deathmatch is like. Thank you, YouTube, for having this on. I used to have this on VHS way back. Um, I, and uh, thanks, VHS and eBay, I guess. But uh, I, YouTube had it, and I was typed in Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack, King of the Deathmatch. Came up. And we didn't watch the whole thing, but I'm like, see the difference? See the difference right here? Look at that. That's a barbed wire instead of ropes. And then fast forward for a couple of minutes. See? Look what they're doing to each other. There's a fucking exploding wire boards and shit. There's fucking weapons and stuff. Look how much they're bleeding. They're actually doing wrestling moves to each other. This is a freaking death match. What those two are doing, I don't know what the fuck you call that. Rest hold match. Uh, but, yeah, so... I was like, this match besmirches the good name of death matches. I better set this right, right away. <laughs> well, Man, maybe they did need swords or something. Yes. But... Are you glad you watched it or are you mad at me? Um, I'm actually glad. It's a part of history. And yeah. as much as we love New Japan and their outputs generally at a really good level, Law of Averages says there's got to be some stink in there, <laughs> right? And I, I, I can't legit say, like, how dare you, I, you this, this is over, or whatever, because look at my movie review show. Do you think I just watch movies I like? <laughs> uh, no, I watch crap. And uh, because it's it, it can be fun. And uh, mind you, this is... You, you, you won't watch the whole thing. No, Listen, do not watch the whole thing. It's impossible. Don't watch the whole thing. Skim watch it, uh, because we're not lying it's just it's not even the full version is it like we got no, one hour terrible. 43 minutes of rest holes or threatening to lock up uh, it's yeah uh by the way was anoki the kind of guy to kind of put himself over a lot oh yeah big time big time and yes yes i mean that's like his whole deal and so like he was the he was the champion a bunch of times. He was constantly winning tournaments. And, and you could see why, though. I mean, he's, like, he's extremely handsome. He's got this, like, jaw that is just unbelievable. And he just seems like a star. You know, he's huge. And uh, I get it. But, man, he really did put himself over quite a bit. So that's uh, that's something that definitely happened. Fair enough. Um well, not really. I mean, like, I guess Gato could do some of that too, but he doesn't. So I, I kind of like bookers who don't necessarily do that a lot. But um, I don't know, man. It's his company. He could, well, used yeah. to be. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted with it. So that's fair enough. And uh, without him, with it, no matter what I think of him, we wouldn't be here doing what we do. But uh, so what, next time, yeah, next time you recommend either man, just mm -hmm. do me a favor before you choose another infamous match like this uh do me a favor and pick something really awesome because uh yeah i i really uh, i really want to see uh, uh both men uh you know kick ass good <laughs> okay well i will do that for you uh i don't know if i'll ever be able to to uh, you know i don't know we'll see but uh, well what's your match recommendation for this week luke all right so I wanted more Ibushi versus Devitt, so that's what I'm going for. And it's uh, January 4th, 2011, in the Tokyo Dome. And it's for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. It's Prince David, according to... Why is it Prince David? It says it all the way around here. Prince David, Prince David. What are you doing, New Japan World? 
But uh, it's uh, Prince Devitt versus Kota Ibushi. What was the date on it again? January 4th, 2011. Okay, so this is from Wrestle Kingdom. I gotcha. Um, yep. You know, we've we've definitely covered one of these. I don't know if it's this one. I'll have to go back and look in the archives. But we've definitely... Well, if it is that one, uh, then we can go to uh, June 18th, 2011. <laughs> for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, uh, Prince Devitt versus Kota Ibushi. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. So, I can't. I, I don't have a list of all the matches that we've covered, so, um, yeah. Well, maybe some listener doesn't. will help us with that, but uh, it's bound to happen. There's there's only so many matches. Well, uh, that'll be fun, man. Those matches are always good. Uh, what, you know, what's I'm, yours? Uh, mine this week is from January twenty fifth, nineteen ninety. Apparently, that year they had some kind of. I don't know, tournament to figure out who the number one contender of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship was. And in the finals, we had Black Tiger versus Owen Hart. And, um, oh, really? That's, uh, yeah, that's on the network, and we're going to check that out for the coming week. I've seen this before. It's fucking awesome. There's one other Owen Hart match on the uh, network, too, that you may want to check out. And there's only two that I can find, but they're both awesome. This one is the better of the two. And, uh, you know, the winner gets to go on and face whoever the, the champion is at that time, which is probably Liger. So, um, or, or Tiger Mask. I'm not sure. So it's one of those two. But, uh, I'm very excited. I, uh, I love, well, dude, you know, I loved Owen Hart. Owen yeah. Hart's awesome. So he's one of my favorite, uh, Western wrestlers for sure. Um, his character work is just outstanding. And he, this is when he's like, Oh, I'm going to do all the flippy shit. So he's a junior in Japan just fucking showing off in this match, and it's fantastic. You'll love it. Fuck, I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I, until you just mentioned it, I had no idea Owen Hart even wrestled in Japan. Oh, of course. He Everyone did. Like the world. Yeah. Everyone did, but, man. Yeah. But, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I got chills, man. I'm super excited <laughs> okay, for that. I can't okay. wait now. <laughs> well that's fun you know i mean it seems to me that you trust me you know to give you a good match especially after that island death match right no uh, i trust you give me an interesting match <laughs> now that doesn't always mean a great match but uh i'll trust you give me an interesting match and that that death match one is interesting uh in terms of i guess its place in history and just how dude all they had to do was like moves do moves yeah yeah, they didn't do any moves. It's true. And, <laughs> it's... <laughs> oh, man. Was this, was this aired live? Uh, In 87? No, I don't think so. It was supposed to be then, live. There were some problems with the production. Then they, had, then, they, then they could have had the match be just as long. Uh, and just go, all right, we've wrestled for half an hour. Let's fuck off and have a few beers and, a, and chill out. <laughs> now let's go out and do another half hour. Something. Oh, and then we'll just do suplexes and punches and shit. More, you know, like nah. a normal. Yeah, no. Nah. No. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely recorded live. So I mean, they didn't. They didn't do any any funny stuff like we do. You know. So. Uh... No. No, they did not. <laughs> I want to see a, a version of that match with the Mystery Science Theater guys under it. Uh, I wonder if I, what they could do with that. That would be hilarious. But oh, I think we're stalling because we only had one show to cover and I've just had a blast. But uh, how about this? Uh, in Gato, we trust? Shingo humped your mom. <laughs>